Welcome to the Beyond Belief Podcast. This is Alan. And this is Bill. We designed this podcast to have a practical conversation about Christianity. This is a conversation beyond believing and what comes after salvation. We will have a relative and realistic discussion about our faith and break down the things that make Christianity confusing. Our goal here is to bring you the gospel of Jesus Christ so that you can apply it practically to your life. We hope you enjoy the show. Have a blessed day. All right, well, welcome to the show. And today we're going to have a conversation about growth, right, Alan? Yes, absolutely. Cool. Um, opportunities to grow, actually, because, and I'd said this before, you know, it's, it's all about perspective. You can, you can view something as an opportunity to be angry. You can view it as an opportunity to be self, self-loathing, or you can learn from it and grow. Yeah, without, without focusing on Christ without having or trying to lead a Christ-centered life, I think a lot of those things do get away from you because that's, it was very easy for me to get angry. Right. Uh, before I started centering and focusing my life on, on Jesus Christ, it was easy because it was a default. And until you start to grow, right. Have this growth in your walk, the default is not going to be anything centered around God. Absolutely. And our sin nature, um, actually that, that default can be anything. Um, you know, we drugs, alcohol, absolutely. Women. Yes. Uh, anger. I mean, there's a, the list is so long on the other side, but on the good side, it's very simple. It is Christ. It is very simple. The solution is very simple. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the growth part. So, Mine was very uh, recent for me and, and pretty, I won't say new. That's kind of a, doesn't really define it. It wasn't anything that I had done before. Right. Um, foreign. Yeah. Foreign. That's, that's a better word. Right. Yeah. It's not new in the scheme of things. Right. I mean, it always existed. So yeah, it yeah. was foreign to me. Uh, but the growth part, it can either, it, it's like a, it's like a wave. Like it can go really fast. Right. Uh, it could be just very smooth. Right. Uh, it could be flat. Mine in the beginning was, uh, try to do way too much too soon. Yep. And I didn't, and I didn't notice the growth. It's not, we're, we're not talking about like the stuff I did. We're talking about how I presented things as part of my growth, uh, as a reaction to things in my life. Right. And, and I couldn't see any growth. And sometimes today I said this in another podcast, I take, you know, I take like 10 steps forward and then all of a sudden something happens and I'm like a hundred steps behind. Right. And that, that's a reflection of your growth. Definitely. And that's something I've said, you know, um, problems will either make you bitter or better. Yeah. You're either going to get angry, irritated and focus on that, or you're going to look for the solution or you're going to be like, well, you know, really in the grand scheme of things, how relevant is that yeah. to my life? Yeah. Because I see people get, you know, mad about the government or this or that, or everything. yes, it affects us in a way. Yeah. Sure. But now. Yeah. I mean, kind of, it affects us, but okay, here's the thing. It does affect us, but we can't change it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And this is where I got to in my own personal walk. I, 
focused on the things that I could change and I couldn't control what other people did. I couldn't control other people's attitudes toward me, how they treated me. I couldn't control, well, you're married. I mean, can you control your wife? I mean, Mm. right there, she loves you. She will respect your wishes to a degree, unless you're just like, you know, off the wall or whatever. Right. But we can't control anyone but ourselves. We can only control our attitude and the input and the output. And it says, you know, in the Bible, and I'm, I'm horrible with knowing exactly where things are in the Bible, but it says, you know, um, what comes out of a man's mouth is in his heart, basically. Right. So, you know, if you're angry all the time or if you're mad about, you know, little things or stuff, well, you know, there's a a seed growing in your heart that um, you need to get into the word of God and, and establish that relationship and let that relationship grow. Yeah. And all the other stuff that really isn't relevant let it go by the way. Uh, we've, we've said it before. I say it a lot and I'm sure people get sick of hearing it, but, <laughs> right. but if you, if you take all those things that nurture this bitterness inside right. of you, the sin, uh, the resentment, mm-hmm. all of these things, and you start pulling those things out and it's not, it's not an overnight recipe. It doesn't happen that way. It didn't in my life. Right. I mean, it took a long time for me to, to understand. And And it was a totally different event that caused me to turn to God. It wasn't by my own fruition. Right. I didn't sit there and say, well, you know, life's just kind of ho-hum. I should probably start reading my Bible. Yeah. Today's the day. I I wish I would have. Yeah. Uh, it, It didn't work out like that. Whatever. That's not the point of it. The point is if you'll pull some of those things out of your life and really start to put uh, the word of God, uh, the people of God, things in your life that are holy and start taking the garbage out of your life, yeah. man, you really, and you'll see growth, right? You won't see growth in the terms of, I said, I read the Bible today, bam, I'm a changed person. Right. Uh, this guy, you know, cut me off on the interstate and well, I just hope he has a blessed day. Right. Well, that, that does well, it might happen to some people. Right. It didn't happen to me. Well, it's a muscle. Yeah. I mean, it has to it's muscle it, memory. Yeah, it has to grow. Um, you you have to exercise that yeah. just as like any other muscle. Yeah. You have to exercise. Um, well, it starts with being Christ centered. Um, and once you become Christ centered, you start living more Christ like. Yeah. And then that muscle memory comes on its own. You don't have to struggle. You don't have to do it because you're putting the good things in there and you're letting God take control. So, you know, the times that you would get angry or anything, and I've, I've talked about this before, you know, there are times that, you know, somebody would cut me off and it would ruin my day. Yeah. It would ruin my whole day. I let things ruin you know? my day too. And now I'm like, yeah, whatever. Um, there are people that have bad attitudes. And I've talked about this before. And a lot of things are repetition within Christianity because of the growth, because we can see what, allowed us to grow in the things. So reading the Bible and, and things, but and you uh, have to repeat it. Yeah. If absolutely. you want success, you need to repeat it. Absolutely. Especially if it works. Absolutely. And yeah, well, I don't want to be redundant, but yes, there is a repetition yeah. in, in serving God and being Christ-like. You have to establish those, you know, muscle memory. Um, 
actually it, it starts with actions too. You can get cut off in traffic and lose your temper or whatever, but instead of losing your temper and being irritated all day about that, you know, and this is what helped me and I shouldn't say you, but, um, you know, instead of losing my temper and, and being irritated and focusing on that, I just realized that it, it wasn't that big of a deal. Yes. It irritated me. It made me mad, but not to the extent that I would let it affect me. Well, when you talk about muscle memory, it makes me think about riding a bicycle. You know, in the beginning, when we try to learn how to ride a bicycle, there's a lot of components to it. You know, holding the handlebars, uh, balance, learning to pedal, having somebody there to help us so we don't fall down. But as we as we learn more and become more confident, we're able to do it on our own. Right. And, you know, there's that old saying that, you know, uh, about learning how to ride a bicycle. I forget, I forgot what the saying is, but uh, once you learn, you know, it's, it's hard to unlearn that. Right. You don't Absolutely. forget it. Absolutely. But the point to that for me is that think about this. If you were to run, you had a bicycle parked in your driveway and you ran as fast as you could and jumped on that bicycle, you'd be able to ride it. Right. Because the muscle memory over time of riding your bicycle, even I haven't ridden a bicycle in geez, I don't know, 10 yeah. years maybe. Right. Uh, and we just bought a, a couple of bikes. It, I didn't have to relearn it. Right. It was something that I had done over and right. over and over and over and, and it had the muscle memory. Right. Absolutely. And that's a great point. You know, a lot of people, and you, you said this before, you know, you, you read the Bible and you pray and you, and you want to do good and you're, and you're striving, but, and it doesn't take hold or you're yeah. like, uh, you know, it's not working for me or whatever. And a lot of people give up just before yeah, I don't do they that. make that breakthrough. And, you know, it is, it is muscle memory. It is going through the motions to get to the point yeah. where it is no longer a struggle. It is no longer, you know, um, having to set aside time for certain things. It's just automatic. You know, Hey, when I get up at whatever time in the morning, this is what I'm going to do because it makes my day better. It makes my walk better. And the more you exercise that, you know, I think it'll, it'll promote growth. Absolutely. If you, if you stay in it, it, it only helps your growth. Right. If you, and we, and we said this uh, a couple of days ago, if you get stagnant, then I think that's going to, that's going to hinder your growth. It, I don't think it hurts it, right? but it doesn't influence it. It doesn't make it better. And and I know personally that I, I can see sometimes I see growth now because right. what'll happen is something will, something will challenge me. Right. And my immediate response is the way that, you know, Bill wanted to respond to it. Right. Um, before, right. but now because of the things I've put in my life, I can say, wow, you know, that's just, and then the biggest thing in my growth, is it pleasing to God? Right. If I can, if I can respond in that way, man, the chances of me doing really well on my response is great. Definitely. But if I respond the way Bill wants to respond, that right. doesn't work out so well. Exactly. And um, you have mentioned this before, you know, that you're, you're, you changed and it wasn't immediate, no. you know, and, yeah. I, and we talk about all the time, you know, don't, don't just give it a week no. or two and sporadically do it, you know, and read your Bible, you know, once every three days or whatever, you know, it's, it's been diligent as part of it, but, um, 
you know, how long do you think it took you in retrospect of getting on board and been diligent before you actually could see some results? If I wanted to be completely honest, I'm still growing. And I, and I know you, I know you know that, But, but to say that I'm seeing growth, I, I would like to say, I see, uh, I see positive right. growth, uh, church attendance, my relationships, my, my behavior, my praying, uh, and then there's setbacks, man. Right. You know, you, you, you talk about struggles. I still, I still see the struggles. Oh, absolutely. Very often in, I would say two years. Okay. Well, you're the saying is, you know, you're either green and growing or brown and dying. Yeah. Um, so there yeah. really, yeah. there really is no in the middle. You, you, I hope you I'm green. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You can never stop growing, but I guess I didn't, I didn't word that correctly. Um, when was the first, how long did it take for you to realize that there was something that you struggled with? Oh man, it was before still before it was no longer a problem. There have to be a year. Things. Really? Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. Well, I'll say this, you know, there were, uh, I'm not going to go into details. There were, there's stuff in my life that I'm still uh, currently dealing with. Right. And I think, I think truly my growth will, will accelerate beyond anything imaginable when I can, can do some other things, more influential things for other people and with other people. Right. Uh, that only perpetuates your growth, right? Like oh, you and absolutely. I, we, we push each other further, right. uh, the iron sharpeneth iron. Right. For me, after about a year, I started to, to not respond to things. And I think that's my litmus is how I responded to things. Right. I wasn't this, something happened. And I was like, oh, and I started right. to just fire off. Uh, now I can go back and say, you know, that's not really a Christ-like response. Right. Does it happen all the time? Nope. Nope. Well, we alluded to this before, you know, um, we're not always going to see immediate results. And uh, I'm, I believe that, you know, people still need to give it 30 to 60 days and they're going to start feeling sure. God's love. Yeah. But, you know. It depends on everybody's different. Absolutely. And this is what I was going to say, you know, people are going to have different amounts of baggage. Yeah. You and I brought truckloads of baggage with us. Yeah. And a lot of people are going to have those two FedEx trucks that tandem together. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. And then there's other people are going to have enough that, I mean, they're only going to have enough to fill a purse. Yeah. Yeah. A purse, you know, a purse. Well, (laughs) well, okay. Maybe that was a bad analogy, but you know what I'm saying? Enough to, to a garb, um, a sack, just a small sack, you know? And so their growth is going to come a lot sooner or a lot faster. But I think everyone that strives for uh, a Christ centered Christ like relationship um sooner is always better than later yeah um yeah. and a lot of things you know we can a lot of things uh, fall away yeah. not a problem other things we have to struggle with because we have to grow um you know i stopped paying praying for patience a long time ago yeah because every time i pray oh, for patience and you know it took me a, it took me a while to realize i'm kind of slow yeah god said, let me put you through this absolutely i didn't realize the process yeah. of patience it wasn't yeah. like you know it's, it's kind of like um 
you're not going to get this until you go through this. And right. I didn't get that. So I would pray for patience. And then the next time I'd lose my patience. Yeah. I stopped doing that. I too. would lose my patience. Yeah. So, um, and I think that was, you know, part of the growth you, uh, well, it is part of the growth. Yeah. You, you go through it, you fail, you change course, you go through it, you fail, you change course until eventually you're going to get on, on the right the, course. You're going to get on, on yeah. the track. Yeah. And, and, you know, let me back up to what you asked. I saw things happening in my life that were positive, even through an event filled with turmoil. Yeah. And I mean, lots of stuff going on. That's growth. There, there is growth because I'm doing right. something different to influence my life in a positive way and center it around Christ. If I hadn't been doing that, I'm not growing. I'm just living my life the way I was. Right. So there is growth and it is pretty immediate, well, but not to right. the... Not to the level that I wanted it to be at. Right. Absolutely. And I think a lot of people get discouraged and you're absolutely right. And, you know, I ask you, when did you recognize it? Yeah. But for you to recognize it even a year from where you began and you re reacted to it, to an instance that uh, differently than you would have earlier, um, just proves that there is growth. Yeah. And you can't get... People can't get discouraged. I mean, they right. can. It's not to say do not get discouraged. People are going to get discouraged. I get discouraged. Right. I get discouraged uh, regularly. Right. Because you set the bar higher. And I think when you set the bar higher, it just helps you maintain your focus and commitment because you want to achieve something. Right. You're not going to get there and be like, oh, okay, I'm done. I got, you know, I got so many points. I'm, I'm ahead of everybody else. It's end game. Right. It doesn't happen yeah. like that. We, it's, it's. So amazing to me. We spend between 60 and 90 years of life on earth. Right. That is the lifespan nowadays, you know, back before it was like maybe 50, right. but now it's 60 to 90. We'll put all that investment yeah. on achieving something here on earth, you know, right. and, 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 and we'll market as growth. You know, oh, I was a very successful businessman or I was a, you know, I was, I was rich or, you know, I had, I had everything I wanted in life. Right. Well, yeah, that's life. Yeah. That's your life here. And you, and in my opinion, you waste a lot of time on it. Right. Growth has to be something where think about growth past life. Think about what right. it achieves for you after that. It's not just here. Right. You're exactly right. You know, a lot of people do focus on this life and they want to accomplish a, thing, a lot of things. And there's nothing wrong with that because, you know, we have to have wealthy people to help the people oh, that, yeah, sure, that sure. You know, don't have things. Um, you have to have people that created a business yeah. to, to provide a product to people. I mean, everyone needs to be compensated for their, yeah. um, for their cont contribution. But, um, you know, a lot of times people look at this life and they think that this is all there is. And it's so far from the truth. And, and I believe that's what prompted us to do this podcast. Um, oh, it absolutely was because we realized we're like, wow, there's so much more to life than right now. Well, was present. that in an, in an enthusiasm, right. Outside of, you know, of, of being constrained in this little, uh, body of just, right. well, this is what I do. This is my little comfort bubble and yep. this is my thing. And, and when we realized that we both shared the same passion, right. Uh, to follow Christ and to center our lives on that. It was like, wait, there's gotta be more. 
Like there's gotta be more out there. There's gotta be people asking those questions and thinking the same way we do. Right. And I know people like that, that they're not, maybe they're not on the fence. Maybe they have a belief one way or the other. Right. Uh, Maybe they're bought in. Maybe they disagree. Uh, You know, maybe they're somewhere in their walk already. Right. But there's people I, I know for sure. We can't be the only two in the entire world that sit here and say, I didn't quite get this or this is how my life was and I'm not going to, I'm not good enough. Uh, You know, and those, those kind of ways, there are people out there and, and what I'm getting at is growth is important for people to start somewhere so that they can start growing in an area of their life, be it the Bible, uh, being Christ centered, their Christianity, their spiritual relationship, they have to grow somewhere. Right. And, and it doesn't matter where you're at. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. You could be a 50 year Christian. You'd be 75 years old and never saved. Right. Growth starts somewhere. Absolutely. And and you have to, and you have to make the, the commitment in your salvation to start your growth. Definitely. Well, how long have you and I known each other? Uh, Almost a couple of years. Yeah. So maybe, maybe a year and eight months. Yeah. So, okay. So how long has it been since you started liking me? Uh, about a year, uh, probably about a month ago. Okay. So <laughs> now nah, I was trying to do math and I'm no, like, that's fine. Like I can't even. Be so funny. right there is proof of growth because yeah. when we first met, you didn't like me. Uh, which because is cool. I, because, and, and I'll, because of me. Right. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and there was no, I didn't change. Yeah. I didn't become a different person for you to like me, but you changed. No. Yeah. You grew. Right. And, um, it, cause it just it really didn't bother me. Cause I, like I said before, you know, I was there for God. I was there for my relationship. That's right. So, you know, if you liked me, cool. If you didn't, that was cool. But point being you, you grew within the amount of time that we have known each other. Well, we put so much focus on ourselves. Right. Absolutely. And then, you know, you and I sat in, um, in your garage three months ago. And it was our first conversation we had outside of being at church. Yeah. Other than maybe in the parking lot. Hey, how's it going? Right. Three hours. Yeah. Three hours later. And we, we realized what, zeal we had, what desire we had to help other people. And, you know, we, we wanted to start a, um, Bible study and we didn't get any encouragement on that. You know, we didn't really feel that. Um, well, I'll say, but this, but this right here, us sitting here having a conversation is proof that even you and I have grown in the last three months since that conversation that we're like, you know, we're really concerned about other people's souls and we want to just help other people. Yeah. And I'll, and I'll say, I'll go back to my explanation of the growth thing. It went kind of all over the place and you were looking at me like, I don't even know what you're talking about. That's all good. It was, it was weird. It was weird. I just meant there's different stages for people in their growth and they, everybody progresses at a different rate and they're at a different place when they start to grow. Right. Even zero growth. Right. You know, just like me, just starting out. Uh, so there's, I wanted to clear that up real quick, but I will say when we started talking, like really talking, we were like, Oh, you know what? We should do a a Bible study. Right. And then it was like, Oh, we should do a podcast. And then 
uh, I went out of town for about a week and I said, Hey, you know, I'm going to pray on this and just see kind of where everything's at. And I, and this is one of those things and I'm going to, I'm going to put this out there so people hear it. Uh, cause if you're not convinced, you should be convinced. We went out of town, uh, got back and I had, I got COVID. And when I got back, the place that I was working at was like, Hey, uh, you know, we're not going to have you come back. And originally it was, you know, you need to have a couple of tests until you clear. Right. Uh, and, and then it was, you know, we, we just don't have the finances or the work for you. So we're not going to have you come back. And I was, and immediately I thought, man, right. that's crazy. Uh, originally I would have been like, nah, I can't believe they fired me. I don't have a job. And I sat in church and mentioned it. Right. You know, I lost my job. I didn't view it as a negative. Right. Absolutely. Because I was praying for God to show me that us doing this was the right thing to do. And right. I, people out there are going to be like, oh, prayer doesn't work. Whatever. Turn it off now. Cause it does work. Right. Absolutely. Because I prayed for a long time throughout my vacation and time I was away and yeah. God set aside things to make this possible. And I'm right. telling you, this wasn't me. It wasn't fate. It wasn't luck. It wasn't Alan. No, it wasn't bill. It yeah. was God saying, I'm going to clear your schedule. Yep. And, and now uh, we're doing this to, to bring glory to God, but it, it was because he allowed that to happen. Well, I believe the biggest reason he allowed that to happen was because we made ourselves available. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, in, in your case and in my case as well, with my accident, we didn't intentionally make no, ourselves no, available, right. but we were open to the fact that um, God could use us in any way that he wanted to. When you pray and say, and I know we're drifting off with growth, but this is part of growth because it my is. my prayer life has improved because of my growth. Right. When you pray and you ask God to show me a way or to make me available, you are giving your will over to God. When you, when you put that out there for God, you're allowing God to take over and say, all right, well, here's, here's how I'm going to do it. You don't lay out a roadmap for God or, or conditions. Uh, you don't say, Hey God, yes. Uh, you know, I would like to be available. However, I still want to keep my job. Right. Uh, and I'd prefer to work nine to four. Right. And I'd like to make $25 an hour. You don't say that. You say, God, I would like to be available to yeah. serve you. All the other stuff works out. Yeah. yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. And I can, man, I can confirm that I've, I've tried to do things my way, my plan for so many years yeah. and it didn't work out. And then as soon as I made myself available and opened myself up and was receptive um, everything changed. Yeah. I liked your analogy on green and brown. Right. Because when I think of growth and some, and somebody, if you were to ask me, uh, how did you see your growth? I would say, I, I would tell them to think about planting a seed right. and actually watching it grow and seeing it come out of the dirt and produce a plant that produces something else. If you can measure something, if you can look at it and, and, and tell that you see something measurable, that's growth. Right. You know, and if you can see the chain, my wife tells me all the time, I see the growth in you. Right. I don't see it myself. So when you ask me, I think about a year, right. You know, it took that long. My wife may say, I saw it. And I almost answered you and said, you should ask my wife. Don't ask me. I'll tell you, <laughs> right. I'll tell you how I feel about my growth. You right. know, oh, it was immediate yeah. or right. no, it took a year, but ask, ask somebody else that has witnessed my growth and yep. see 
what they say about it. Right. You know, that's how you identify for, for me, that's how I identify godly people. I could ask my brother, do you feel like you have a walk with God? And if he said yes, and he wasn't living like that, I would tell you he doesn't. Well, it's, it's all from our, uh, our perspective. conversation. Well, perspective, but I was going to say, you know, um, every tree bears the fruit, you know, whether it's good or bad, you can tell by the fruit that a tree bears. Yeah. And the dead know. branches you cut off. Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, I, I wanted to say one last thing and you, and you said something about, uh, you know, growth is different for everyone. And I believe that's important for everyone to realize because people will go to a church and they don't line up as quickly as other people think they should. Yeah. So they get discouraged, whether it's people not um, interacting with them or people just blatantly saying, hey, you need to do this or you need to do that. And I've you know said it before. We need to you and I are all about wrapping the gospel in love. Yeah. Not lovey dovey, but, you know, instead of barbed wire, um, you can't you can't win someone to Christ by telling them how bad they are because they're going to be defensive. They're not going to be open. Well, yeah. And it just. I mean, that's horrible. Yeah. Well, it's not Christ-like. Yeah. Definitely not. But um, I, I think that's the problem with a lot of people. They they make comparisons between yeah. their life and yeah. other people's lives or that person's not living up to what I think they should. Well, they may not be, but it's God's place to correct say, That's them. not our place to judge them. Yeah. It's God's, it's God's place to... He's going to judge, but it's also his place to convict them and put on their heart yeah. and to mold them into the person that he wants them to be. Now you can, you can, you know, have a relationship with someone in body and be like, yeah, you go into the bar really and cool. It doesn't look right because we're supposed to, per, you know, we're supposed to convey, you know, a certain standard of Christian living when we're right. professing. Um, so there are things like that, but as far as, you know, every little thing, um, you know, okay. For instance, now, if someone came to church and they weren't wearing a shirt, that is a problem that needs to be addressed. Sure. But if right. they're coming to, if they're coming to church and they don't have a shirt, Oh, well, if they have a shirt, that's not a uh, button down or Maybe it's offensive. got a stain or yeah. I mean, um, if you can't do something for them, if you can't be like, here's right. a better shirt or, you know, use this to cover that up or whatever the case may be, if you can't do something to help them, you shouldn't go to them and be like, yeah, you can't have that in here because it's going to totally turn them off. And, and God may have brought them to that church That's right. that day because he was speaking to their heart and he wants them for specific purpose. Yeah. The, the thing is sometimes we look at, we're very critical. Yes. And the biggest part we should look at is their biggest step was coming in the door. Absolutely. You know, and the first thing, if we're turning people away from church, man, come on. Like, yeah. I mean, we, we shouldn't place ourselves. I know there's a scripture in there about people that come in and they're not dressed well, or they don't right. look like they have the money. If we're doing that, we're not any better than them. Right. It doesn't, well, it doesn't make us uh, help them in any type of a way. Definitely. We, we really need to um, give people a hand up, not a hand yeah. out, yeah. but we need to give people a hand up and give them the benefit of the doubt. Sure. And just help them. I mean, you can help somebody for a short amount of time and see whether they are 
Yeah. It's not they're great. Take you for a ride. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or see if they're truly grateful. Yeah. And you know, you make that decision then, but you can't make that decision when you first meet somebody. Yeah. I'm not going to help them because they don't look no. right or whatever. No. And the one thing you can do, uh, as a Christian is you can pray to be a part of somebody's growth or to help them in their growth. Not, not specifically always looking at our growth. It's about how we can help other people grow. Definitely. You know, how can we encourage their walk? I I might not be able to help them study the Bible, but there's other ways I can encourage them through my testimony or through your testimony. Uh, And even through this podcast, there'll be people that'll, that'll listen. I'm sure uh, that they're just not sure where to go, where to start, what to do. And hopefully this podcast will answer a bunch of that for them and help them figure out how they can go about their walk with God. Absolutely. And it's it's just all about encouraging and not discouraging. Yeah, for sure, man. All right. Well, thanks for listening to us today. Don't forget, uh, check out the website. Uh, We have great information there. Subscribe to the podcast. Everyone enjoy your day. Thanks. Have a blessed day.